Hi, I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode. I've got a real soft spot for him. He shoots from the hip and says it like it is. So a bit of a trigger warning. There will be some sweary words because he's a bit of a sweary Murray. Um, but you can find Nikki. He's got a, a brilliant website, um, nikkicullen.com. And I think it, I want to say your branding is all about no bullshit anxiety. That's it. Wherever I see you, that's the phrase that pops up everywhere. Um, he's got a podcast. He's got a blog. He runs a free your mind program. He was the host of a fantastic um, anxiety summit. We, he did the first one last year in 2020. And you managed to get together 25 people over the space of two weeks. It must have been a nightmare for you. Um, so I ju I'm just going to hand over to Nicky and, and let him introduce himself in his own unique way. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I uh, firstly, thank you so much, and uh, uh, the feeling is mutual. I, I absolutely, it, it was such a privilege and honor to get to to get to meet you and, and and kind of like just get to know you. And you're such a cool person, and 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 you shoot from the hip equally. And um, yeah, I'm excited to chat with you today. I, I I think you know, there's no way I could give myself a better introduction than, than you've just given me there so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to run with that one yeah but brilliant so so I read on on your website that it's two decades of self-discovery and exploring things and what's worked for you and what's not for work you that's a long time that you've been maybe had anxiety around you yeah yeah it was shit um so, the I mean, primarily, I would say, like, like I, I break it up into different different sections, right? There was that first panic attack when I was twenty years old, and I was it was like I was repeating first year in college, and I was going through a bad breakup at the time. Um, but we were back together, and we all had the same friends. We went to the same school, and. Um, was smoking a lot of weed and uh, one evening I just like I didn't have the backbone or the emotional uh, intelligence to actually communicate my feelings or anything like that so and trust was gone and this is like I can actually trace panic attacks on further investigation like back to younger years yeah but like this was the one that that just blew my shit right up it felt like an episode of psychosis as well um because there, there was a lot of lot of weed involved. And something just changed in my, my brain um, from that day forth. And I was like perpetually scared, um, didn't know what was going on. Like I had a constant headache. That was the worst for me, it was the headache. Um, and that lasted, you know, I, was, I saw every expert. I was like, because the pain was so severe, I was really convinced I had some tumor yeah. 
And then like the, the more common anxiety symptoms like chest pain and thinking you're having a heart attack and stuff came a couple of years down the line. But mostly I was like really freaking out about like the pain in my head and just like an inability to function or to concentrate or to, to kind of hold a conversation with someone. Like I'd walk into a shop just to buy a, buy a bottle of Lucasade or something. And I, I remember one time just dropping it and running out because I, I became so shit scared. So I, I was petrified and I, I did not know what anxiety or panic was until it was like five years into the journey. And I'd seen so many specialists at this stage. I've been diagnosed with depression, which was just kind of an in inevitability yeah. at that stage with what was going on. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just like like getting head massages, seeing all sorts of like starting to go down the voodoo route uh, as much as you could in Ireland. But I was like sneaking around self-help sections as long before they were cool. And like, and I saw a book and it said when panic attacks and I was here going, shit, that, that now, that sounds like something that's happening <laughs> in my life. And I read the back of it. And I was just here going like, it, it spoke to me like nothing has ever spoken to me before. So I purchased it, purchased it probably read it in a day or two. Um, and every page was like, it was answering a lot of these questions. Like I really thought I was absolutely 100% on my own in this. And like I had, like I, I strongly believed I had some disease that they yet hadn't discovered that was like that was that was a concern of mine um so to that was a relief in itself uh but that was five years of hell um so there was consequences that come with that like it wasn't a, like an early intervention and then it was just you know long story short it was a very i mean it's still ongoing to this day but it was a, like it was a really intense ongoing journey with a lot of ups and probably more downs over the next seven to eight years to kind of arrive at a place where I, I was I was comfortable enough in my own skin where I wasn't in a kind of constant state of despair yeah yeah I think one of the things I've found working with a lot of people is that we all have our own life story and you've got to find somebody who resonates with what you're going through, you know, and, and I, this is why I love your no bullshit approach, because for a lot of people, that's what they need. And there's so many therapists and, and you know, do gooders out there that don't say it like it is. And I think yeah, I work with a lot of men, my son's ex-military. And they, they talk straight talk. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to go mm. through all this thought provoking stuff. I want somebody that's going to, you know, be honest with me and cut out all that fluffy stuff. It's brilliant. You know, the yoga, the mindset. I'm, I'm learning a lot from Wim Hof at the moment and doing that stuff in cold water and, and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. there's so many different approaches. It, for me, it's about finding one that fits with you and just running with that yeah yeah i think that's vitally important and the relationship that you 100%. have because that that fluffy kind of fairy tale crap I, I mean i don't hold it in very high esteem at all but for some people that's what they want to 
cling on to. Yeah, yeah. But I also believe that if you're not like, and you know, there is some fluffy kind of a uh, fluffy kind of approach that actually does take people through the steps that you need to integrate to actually really turn things around. But yeah. there's, I, I just find there's too many bullshitters out there that are, and it's a, it's a tricky one to critique because someone who maybe experiences anxiety on a, on a level three, that's enough to kind of turn your stomach if you've never experienced it on yeah. a level nine and you're going from a level zero. So they, 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 they might believe that, that they, they have really cracked the code. Yeah. And my perception of that is you haven't even experienced the half of it. So, yeah. It's, yeah and it's for, for me, fluffy, it's like, it, it's not about, you know, exploring all avenues. For me, fluffy is about being with somebody who is very nurturing and empathic about the past and spending a lot of time around an issue or a trauma that's happened in your childhood or early life or like you say a breakup a divorce whatever it is and focusing on what could potentially be the trigger and being very empathic and you know it's no wonder you feel the way that you do because you've been through x y and z and that must have been awful for you and you, you, sometimes we can keep people in a very negative place with the best of intention Whereas I think what you do is, is open a door and say, let's go in here and have a look at what's in there and see whether that's working for you. And I think that's brilliant. You know, I've got clients that I've seen for over three years and I just want to give them a shake sometimes and say, doesn't no. need to be like this. You know, you can just say, yeah, that shit happened to me, but I'm not going to let it impact on me every day for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and we can avoid a we you know when we could dance around the root cause a lot yeah yeah and, and, and that is you know a conscious decision by many who struggle with anxiety and you know I obviously it's a decision made by them and, and, 100%, and yeah if you want to keep yourself somewhat comfortable because like that's still a hell of a lot better than living in a constant state of despair but i i just think that a so many people on the internet make it sound like it's it's really si simplistic so that like you know it is common but it's not as common as we think these disorders like from one and four to one and nine, I've heard mixed numbers all over the place, but who knows exactly what it is, but yeah. that's the kind of number of people. So it's not like you're turning around and everybody in the family is dealing with it. Uh, it's not really that common, but I think it's be, it's perceived to be like on a disorderly level to be a lot more common than it, it actually is. Yeah. And yeah, it is becoming more common, but there's all sorts of, layers and things being made up and created in social media um yeah. and i think, and I think one of the, go on sorry i was just going to say one of the things for me is that we can't be anxiety free it, it's part of our fight and flight mechanism you know so so when somebody says how do i get rid of anxiety 
the actual thing of the adrenaline rush and everything is is something that we need for our survival but it's when it starts to impact on us yeah that that level of despair yeah yeah 100 percent. and when it's it's triggered when we're not in danger that to me is the big thing you know when if i'm going to cross a road and there's a juggernaut coming and it's going to hit me i want to i want to freak out at that point because i need to run but it's when mm. i'm just in tesco's doing a weekly shop and the same thing is happening yeah it sucks tell me about it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it can be so brutal you're just trying to like you know did a survey there recently a lot of people are asking like you know why can't i control when it happens or what you know it just pops up out of nowhere yeah especially with panic attacks and it's just like it's one of these things it's so so brutal when you're experiencing them and you've no idea what's going on and, yeah. and no control and i think at the moment a lot of you know the people that i'm seeing it, it's around health with the pandemic you know when, when we can't see something to avoid it that can cause a lot of overthinking and stress and anxiety around our health mm. Yeah, the numbers are staggering, really, aren't they? Like, on um, like the the trend of, of 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 people complaining about mental their mental health since this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's kind so of. So, what, what's the clients that you see mostly? If you had to categorize the people that come to you, because you do one to one, you know, face to face via Zoom or whatever it is with clients. You also run programs online. You've got an ebook. Yeah. There's there's loads of things that people can access with you. Yeah, um, there. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if the ebook is on the website, but it's like you can get the anxiety summit, like those twenty five interviews with yourself and whatnot, um, on the website, and just have that download package. It's currently only thirty seven dollars. So I think anyone that's like you know like the thing is like investing money in yourself is scary like because you because like a lot of the stuff you try doesn't work and you're here going shit i don't want to waste more money because then i'm going to feel worse about myself so i think like something like that that's like a really aff affordable for most people is like you can make your way pragmatically through those interviews and listen to tips off to yourself and see what kind of resonates with you and I, I don't believe there's anyone really that is really struggling with anxiety that if they if they took the time to listen to those interviews that they wouldn't come around come away with at least 10 nuggets of wisdom or more that if they integrate it um would really help transform their life and the, the mix um, of people that you got together was amazing you know, there was neurologists, there was people that looked at um, your diet and how that impacted on you. There was people that looked at breath work, they literally did yoga. There was yeah, yeah, so it varied. Was, there was a lot of, fuck me, it was awful to, to putting it together, but there, there was a lot of effort <laughs> on trying to orchestrate it. And I had certain topics that I felt like need, like absolutely had to be addressed, like, like gut health and nutrition and and pain um and you know lord knows who what like self-love everything else. like so i had all these categories vulnerability i was trying to like 
tick them off and then yeah yeah it was um it was an arduous process. It was one I was very proud of, but my God, it was hard work. Damn right, yeah. you should be literally every day. I was, I think that you put three videos up a day for sort of two weeks and everything stopped so that I could, when they were released, I was waiting for them to be released so I could watch the next one. It, literally I mean, phenomenal stuff that was coming out on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I did, you did you watch them all? Of course I did, yeah, damn right. <laughs> I was taking I have, notes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, there's, I, there's a couple I've gone back over, and but I haven't, I haven't watched them still. But also, I'm doing the interview, so I don't really enjoy watching that. But I could probably listen to it. Uh, but my, I, re I remember coming off every interview, going like, "Holy shit!" There's some yeah. really good information there. So, and I think uh, everybody was just so honest in them as well you know about their own journey it wasn't like i'm gonna just i don't know be a bit flaky and not do any people really jumped in and explored an awful lot of stuff with you you had a wonderful way of bringing things out in people i i just loved the way that you did it from start to finish yeah um thank you that means a lot i i, I even i got an email today just saying like from from someone who's going through some shit at the moment saying that they found that to be one of the, the better kind of somebody type events that they'd attended. So when you hear that kind of stuff, it, it does mean it does mean a lot. Um, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we'd be doing the second, though. It was, <laughs> I mean, I just think, you know, for, for what you're you're selling it for. And there, there was an awful lot of, of work, not just you interviewing those 25 people, mm -hmm. but putting the videos together the way it was packaged. And it was really time. Well, that was George. That, yeah, well, he, that. he was lovely as well. When I got yeah, stuck, yeah. I just messaged him. Um, but the thing is, it's a good way for people to jump in and look at all the different areas of support and help and techniques yeah. and everything. In, in one pot, which I, rather than like you did, spending 20 years exploring all these things yourself, mm. it's there, it's packaged. Just listen to yeah. it and, and like you said, get some nuggets out of it. Because there is a lot of options available and it was, I'm ju just writing a post, like I think like A to Z, how the fuck do you get there? Love um, it, I love the way you phrase this. <laughs> Uh, and this was this was just a conversation I had a client because I just put out a, a new PDF recently uh, and just some kind of feedback and I was just here like, well Jesus is that that's that's quite the question right like and it's the the reality is you know you you'll have a million and one people on the internet that claim to have a definitive cure yeah and the, the marketing will be so slick around it that you cannot not buy yeah but it's it's all kind of bullshit and like you have to address the individuality different temperaments different different person like, like personalities values priorities life stage circumstances behind like there's so many layers to take into consideration that you know like a program can certainly help but I think you even have to have a, a certain element of luck or really be extremely disciplined to be able to go through it from A to Z and, yeah. and, and get like a real transformation. Like I, I do believe, and, and I know this 
a lot of people unfortunately can't 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 afford that and it, it like it, it and that's just a stark reality i came up with some research recently that said like actually if if they well research that said coaching can be four five to seven hundred percent of like return on investment from coaching yeah um or therapy, whatever you want to, whatever label you want to put on it. Obviously, your qualification is much higher than mine. But then on the, the other side of that is like they, they did this, this study in Kenya where they gave them uh, the equivalent of something like 1500 US dollars a month. Um, and, or, and they gave one, one group that and the other group got four therapy sessions, a weekly therapy over two or three months now it's argued that wasn't long enough but the the group that received the money their mental health improved more so it's it's like one of these things where you you go like shit you know message me and tell me you don't have the money but you're prepared to do the work that, yeah and that's the key and we'll greatly reduce the program for you. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, that is the key for me. And I often say that I, I can't fix you. You need to put the work in. We can discuss, yeah. we can do all sorts of things, but I can't make it better. No. There's people who can afford to pay $1,000 or like, they could afford to pay $10,000 for a program. Yeah. And the program would promise this, 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 and that. And they'd go and pay it and they'll get no results yeah. because they, they're, it's a priority thing, right? Which is interesting. Like, I often see people that when I speak to them first, they're kind of shaking and they're, they're, they're teary and they're snotty and life could not be worse. And they're like really, um, skeptical as to whether I could even potentially help them. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes they sign up and sometimes they don't, but they're usually the ones that get like the, yeah. those like, crazy results that they, they believe are absolutely impossible for them because they've, they've just reached the pit of it where they're fed up and they make it their number one priority. Yeah, for like 100%. the space of a month or two months and then they're just kind of blown away yeah. by all they can achieve but if we if we have a, if, if we get given a little bit of comfort then it's very easy to procrastinate on it yeah and just and like we, i just want to touch on what you said before about i think i read somewhere that for, for the qualifications that i've got it costs about thirty thousand pounds because i've got to have my own personal therapy and the training and everything else taking that on board I dropped out of everything <laughs> because with my qualification I have to have monthly supervision I've got to be members of this group and that group and this association and that and I found that the cost I was having to charge clients to cover the costs that I was paying out in order to be at the level that I was was yeah. ridiculous Wow. So I, I, I call myself a psychotherapist and coach. I'm qualified as a psychotherapist, but because I'm not in all these bodies anymore, I do more coaching and I've, I can reach more people stepping back from all the clicky 
shitty stuff that comes along with being a psychotherapist. I was really no, disillusioned two years ago. It was like, I want to drop out. I can't, I can't do all this stuff that is expected when you have a qualification as a psychotherapist. It's not me. Yeah, wow, that's it. I never even knew about that. Yeah, I wonder, it, is that unique to the UK? It, I, mean, it, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've thought about doing something like that before and I'm thinking a programme, but it's, 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 more, it's more like there's three different programmes I'm taking this year, but it's not like they're more integrated. Um, well, the Tony Robbins Core 100. Yeah. And then like strategic intervention where you can help get fast uh, results. Yeah. And plus, I'm kind of lazy. I mean, I'd love to have a PhD, but I, I'm not going to get one of them. Well, to me, I, I love my qualification and I love all the theory and everything and I wouldn't go back. But it's what happens after when you've got to be a member of this society and you've got yeah. to adhere to all these rules. And it, it's really restricting you know what you can and can't do in the therapy room so for me in, to connect with the person is the no and nobody's ever asked me for my qualifications ever yeah um the a, a question so in in what ways are you restricted obviously it's a pain in the ass having to like that's sneaky isn't it making you pay that many thousands yeah but in 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 what way is it restricting? Is there well, just stuff you cannot do or? For me, for example, if I saw Betty as a, Sorry, a, a client, yeah, then I wouldn't be able to see any of Betty's work colleagues or any of her relatives or anybody that she knows or anything. So I would have to refer them on to another therapist. So word of mouth wow. advertising doesn't work. You know, if Betty said oh, yeah. to her people that she went to bingo with on a Saturday, I'm talking to this brilliant person and she's really helped me, they couldn't come to me because I wouldn't be able to see them. Jesus. So it That's cuts crazy. down, you, do you know what I mean? So then you have to pay for advertising through, you know, the, the psychotherapy directory to reach more people from a wider area. It, it's That's ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't it? Because, I mean, like you know word of mouth is is held in such high regard but also we, we, we've a tendency to hang out with people similar to ourselves yeah. we know for sure it's the relationship with the therapist that is the biggest predictor of success we also know for sure that people struggling find it really hard to find a good therapist so they go and do that. Yeah. Oh, and like face to face, do you know what I mean? It, you know, taking it to the extreme, I could only once see one person in my village because the likelihood is they know lots of other people in the village. So that would discount them from me seeing them. It, it's, it's ridiculous. So I just thought this is not working for me. I want to, you know, keep as low cost as I can. So I need to stop paying out for all this stuff. And plus, I want to be able to see a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so online, you, I do a private membership where it's like a five or a week. But being a psychotherapist and sticking to all the rules, it would really restrict me on how I could run that group. 
So I, mm. I have my own insurance. Obviously, I'm insured, do you know what I mean, to, to see people on a face-to-face basic. It's not like I'm a complete rebel. But mm. I, I'm not part of all these memberships and groups and societies anymore. I took the decision to step away from all of that. No, good for you. So, yeah, it's brilliant to have a PhD and a certificate and stuff like that, but it's not for everybody. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, life experience is such a valuable commodity to talk to somebody that's going through or been through the same thing that you are, to me, is is massively powerful. Yeah. I was talking to somebody else yesterday who's a parent coach. I do parent coaching. And I said, sometimes it's really difficult how much I share. I've got a 16 year old at the moment who's homeschooling and it's, it's really tough. You know, I'm working, he's trying to work. He's not doing his GCSEs this year anymore. How much do I share with people that actually it's hard? Because would I want to see somebody that's struggling in an area that I'm looking for help in? Yeah. And the, right. for me, the reality is I can connect with somebody that I know is feeling similar to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's, you, you know, that is, is is one of the factors that makes me all right at what I do. Uh, you know, like if if I if I was clueless to, to I've got a hyper dog here. <laughs> my cat's meowing at the door don't worry <laughs> um if i if i if i if i never experienced it um i wouldn't be able to like provide them with that urgency and really you know and the, the longer i i find like you know i'm way better than i was three years ago and in three years time, I'll be way better than I am today. 